Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 264. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yep, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with every single person you know. Share this with your mailman, uh, your food delivery driver, and listen to our sports podcast. All right, Andy, we got some good stuff to get to today. Uh, we're going to start out with uh, how do you like living in a cartoon world? Not a cartoon, a comic book world, rather. Well, am I in Gotham City? Or you, am I in you live on the outskirts of Gotham City. Oh, cool. Yeah. I've been thinking about this for a while, and I finally remembered to write it down. L.A. is a shithole that's just Gotham City, and we need a superhero to stand up to these people. Well, you're not paying attention to the superhero stuff, because the whole point is they actually never solve anything. Does it ever get better in Gotham City? No. It does for a little bit of time. But like every single like week or at least every month, there's a clip of like a random like midday carjacking Rolex ripping off of a guy's arm or just going into it like a jewelry store. Like the last week, I think some guys broad daylight stole like three million dollars worth of watches and jewelry and shit in the middle of the day in, you know, some nice part of L.A. And what they're all they're saying, like cops or whoever it is, is like, yeah, don't don't wear nice clothes and don't drive a nice car and there you go all right i'm ahead of the game then yeah like, uh, but no i think you're thinking of grand Auto. no <laughs> this place sucks like and because these people don't go to jail like there's no more like you don't get arrested or anything anymore and so it's just crazy it's like thank god like i'm pretty far away from all of that but it's like horrifying place i don't i don't understand why people like to go there or like to visit i think they just don't know what it's actually like but if they've seen any batmans there it is that's what it looks like exactly less water though it's fine i don't know it's a big it's a big town it's a shitty town andy it's barely a town it's a collection of places i don't know yeah All right, well, that's enough about that. We do have, and I'm sure everyone in their whole wide world has seen this 50 times now, but the Oscars happened, and uh, I don't mean no everyone watched the Oscars. I know I sure didn't. Uh, but Will Smith slugged Chris Rock over a hair joke, and um, yeah, other people probably won awards and shit like that. Yeah, so what do you want to talk about first, the actual show or the... Let's do the show. Event? Okay. So uh, there was there was a thing that happened. There was an actual like television broadcast of an award ceremony. Uh, I watched an hour of it um, because I was like uh, making dinner and eating dinner. Just have it something on there. Um, and it was fine. I don't know what I don't know what anyone really wants out of it. There's so much what? conversation about like, well, I don't watch it anymore. It's like I well, what do you, what do you want out of it? Like there's there's um there's a monologue and it's like okay there's some funny jokes but like is it do I do I care? Like I could watch anyone any late night host monologue at any time ever. Just go on YouTube. Um, it's like well that's because we also need to go back to like our roots of like Billy Crystal. But I don't. Would I care about that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's um, also assuming this is you can save this. I think this is a sinking ship too. You know who watches the award shows, you know, that go on at my work? Fucking no one. <laughs> Just the people that are in the work. Why yeah. do we want to watch like these people we don't know go win more shit? Well, so so for one, it did it did improve in ratings, but it it still declined from 2020. So I think they said it was like 2020 was like 20 million people, and then last year was 10 million people, and then this year it's like 16 million. So it's still trended down from 20 but it's like it went up so it's like i don't know but it's like it's still a lot of people that's still pretty well also compared to how does that count is that everyone who tuned in to watch will smith beat up chris rock or is did those people actually watch start well, to there's there's some yeah there's some conflicting stuff on there but that's supposed to be an average and they said like what happened didn't like cause a bunch of people to tune in either like, well it did have well, a, a we did small spike but um yeah, so, I mean, what, once it was over, it was over, I guess. I don't know. 
I didn't know about it until well after. So my wife saw it online and then we just, yeah. cause like everything is like constantly on demand kind of thing. It was still on. So through Hulu, we were able to just pinpoint it and watch that spot. Yeah. I think that's, that's why this whole thing is so strange. Uh, just to, you don't have to watch it live. You could basically follow around. If you, if you really care, you can kind of follow it on your phone. You can refresh it every 10 minutes. Like, oh, this person won or something. Uh, but I guess different people get different things out of this. Um, I know, like, the red carpet stuff matters to some people. Uh, it's probably not a surprise. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, my wife um, wanted to watch that part, so we watched Yeah, but then you could that. just... You either could just turn it off after that's done, or... You don't even have to watch the thing. You could probably just watch TikTok and Instagram to get the red carpet stuff that you want to see. Uh, so just like the world, the world's changing. This is this is what it is, and uh, it doesn't mean we shouldn't try to uh, award movies. I mean, everyone gets awards. I mean, there's there's LeBron gets his his MVPs, and uh, the Cy Young Award still exists. And like you said, your company has awards, so it's it's. It's totally fair uh, to award people, and I don't think that's wrong. Yeah, I don't, don't think it's it. wrong to be like. I just don't know if you need to if people are going to watch them anymore. I think this is on yeah, its way I think out. It's, enough people watch it that it'll still be on TV. But well, um, yeah, I mean, the view is on TV, Andy. Yeah. Someone's watching <laughs> everywhere all the time. It's the the George Costanza theory of television. Yeah, why are we watching it? Because it's on TV. <laughs> but. Uh, it's still the most there's there's a million movie award shows and it still seems to be the most legitimate although there's there's some questions there do they really uh, award the best movies so uh, but I do want to kind of quickly go through uh, some of the awards uh, Dune basically won all of the technical awards sound cinematography production uh, probably deserved it I mean that's I know you didn't uh, love that movie I don't know if the the story itself is is the most interesting thing but I thought that was such a achievement in what they're able to do just to, to looking at the movie it's not even like engaging with the story it's just like how do they make this fucking movie this is incredible looking um so i think it's well deserved um we also had two like the supporting actor awards are always so strange we had two uh i'd say non-famous people or like first roles i think so uh there's this coda movie which i'll talk about pretty soon uh the, the oh you watched actor- it I didn't know. Oh. I'll just mention it. The lady uh, was of, in Seinfeld. Yes. Well, she's she's semi-famous, I would say. Um, she's been in a lot of things. Uh, but the, one of the actors in year one, uh, so he is a, a, a real deaf person, and he won the award, and that's a cool story and everything, but it's like, what is this guy going to do? Is he really now going to be in movies? He's already older and stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Someone's got to take over for Liam Neeson. He's getting pretty up there. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of um, for this award. There's a lot of people, a lot of like marginal uh, stars that win this. There's a lot of kids that end up winning the supporting role. A lot of like people that come out of nowhere. So uh, they even this is one of the awards I did see get presented. So they usually have last year's winner present it, but like they reverse the the gender. So uh, the best supporting actress from last year presented, uh, and I remembered. Oh, it was. Uh, for a movie I didn't see, I still wanted to see, but it was a movie about the Korean family uh, trying to be farmers, and it's just this older Korean lady who doesn't even uh, doesn't really speak English well, and it's just like, well, she won an Oscar, and uh, it's not like she's now like in everything; she's not getting all kinds of roles. It's, uh, she's not doing the uh, voiceover for the new Capital One commercial. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it reminded me of—I don't think he won, but uh, Captain Phillips. Remember? It's still it's it's a very iconic like role. Like Minnesota like, or whatever that was the I'm the captain now. Yeah, where it's like and then people are like, Oh, this guy's gonna be in movies like no, no, he's not. He was he's been in a few things, but it's like uh he's <laughs> Well, it's he's probably the a, kind of thing where like that Mexican dude who just pops up whenever they need like a generic Mexican dude, like you've seen him in a billion things, or the redheaded, really pale kid. You've seen him in a billion things, but you have no idea what their name is. And they always just play, Oh, we need a nerdy redheaded kid. All right. I don't know who you're referring he to. He was in the commercial, the Super Bowl Go Daddy commercial a few years ago, where he literally for like 20 oh, seconds yeah, is okay. making out with a girl. Yeah. And that guy's like actually like 42 in real life or something. Yeah. I mean, because like he's, he's played, you know, a 17 year old kid for yeah. 21 years. <laughs> right. So that's the kind of thing that would 
or just like any time like Homeland is filming and they're like, we need P- Middle Easterners. Like, oh, oh. Yeah. So that's going to be the, the, you know, placeholder for them for the most part. Which isn't yeah. bad work. You could probably get a pretty steady work. It's just, it's a, it's a funny thing that how much does an Oscar change your career around? Um, but then on the other side, the, the supporting actress, so it was uh, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. I mean, I watched that and yeah, she was good. I could see her being in things. Uh, it's but it's, it's such a mix of weird the people in there. That there's sometimes people you've never heard of, and sometimes super famous people. It's like wow, Judy Dench is still getting nominated for awards. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised to see her up there. At that thing. Yeah, well, when I saw it, I was like, oh, she. There's no way she came to this award show. She's like, oh, no, that's where I saw her. Was in and the pre-show. She's in this like white gown thing or like. Yeah, I was like, all right, robe. Um, but then yeah, it's like she died. In 007, like she's not alive. Ten years ago, yeah. Nope, I saw her die in a church. Yeah, and then uh, for the for the best actor and best actress, um, Will Smith win won and uh, kind of ruined his own moment, which uh, we'll we'll talk about. But um, it's hard to say congratulations to him. What a, what an awkward situation! Like, well, his speech hey. too was so just ridiculous. Of like. I I'm gonna be a vessel for peace and love, but I'm gonna yeah. defend my family. <laughs> like what? Yeah, a lot of mixed messaging there. Um, and then for best actress, Jessica Chastain won, which uh, it's the uh, it's I only saw two of these movies that, and uh, I thought she was very good. I when I talked about this movie, I said the whole point of the movie was to make a good performance for her, and uh, she she got an award for it. So uh, congratulations on there. That's pretty good uh, yeah <laughs> i saw two of those movies but not that one yeah she designed it, that entire movie around uh winning an oscar it seems like and she pulled it off um and then a uh, best director was jane campion for the power of the dog so she is uh a woman winner so i think someone said that time. she read her note verbatim this time yeah she got that yeah, flack for up. saying like the venus and serena sisters played against women not men yeah she didn't go off script um but she didn't win the big prize because best picture went to Coda, which was uh would have been a surprise a month ago. But people are really good at predicting this shit. They're like, well, uh, look at who's winning these awards or whatever. And so Coda ended up winning all of the Oscars it was nominated for. So best supporting actor, best adapted screenplay and best picture. And it's like it is the movie. No one's seen. That doesn't mean it's bad, but I did see a, a thing of like, uh, streaming numbers because a lot a lot of movies are available in streaming this movie really was the lowest on the list and that's because it's well, on apple yeah apple tv right no one so, has that right now because the morning show isn't on there so it was uh it was pretty interesting seeing that that data that uh showing like the best the best picture nominees and how many people uh they estimated watched it uh a fuck ton of people watched don't look up and uh it makes sense because it, it had leo and jennifer lawrence huge stars but then was Leo and Jonah Hill again. It's like there's a lot of reasons. I don't think the movie is amazing, but there's a lot of reasons people wanted to see it, like mainstream audiences. Yeah. But I think like ten times as many people watched that movie as any other of the nominees. It was really the only mainstream movie. Like Dune, Dune made some money and it was on HBO, but it was still way more people. Way more people still have Netflix. Uh, Netflix might may uh, take some shit from time to time, but it's like it. So many people have it. So. Um. Well, they're like Little Wayne circa 2005. Okay, I don't know where you're going with this. Little Wayne made his own songs, but he also was in every single song that, you know, 70% of all musicians put out into the world. And therefore, you listen to him in 40%, 55% of the songs you listen to in general. He didn't make that many songs. But he was in every single song for, you know, a six year span or something. Netflix makes every single movie and TV show that script comes into them. You know, I have a couple of scripts I've been sitting on. I need to just get these things over to them. I don't know what I'm waiting for. These things will get greenlit immediately and I'll get, you know, $421,000 and then $60,000 after taxes. Because uh, I'm wasting my, I, I should do that. But you see my point where Netflix is, yeah, we'll make it. We'll make it. Then the joke, like, thanks for calling Netflix. You're already greenlit. Yeah, well, 
Uh, it's not working out for them uh, trying to win awards, though, because now that's I think. Well, it's, of course not. Well, no this this was going to be the year. The power of the dog was was the favorite for most of the, the time here, and it definitely Sam was, Elliott didn't like it. That's what I think happened. I think he killed it. Uh, he kiboshed it. <laughs> I think he's uh, he's been a little little stupid uh, there, but um, I, yeah, it just that that's what happened. Uh, but does it matter? Does it does it mean anything? Doesn't mean Coda is now actually the best movie of the year, and a lot of movies that that I liked weren't even considered here. And well, let me ask um, you this: How many people do you think are going to go and now watch Coda just because it got Best Picture? Usually, there is a bump uh, for these movies, but that's like historically, and I don't know. I, I don't think people really still even understand Apple <laughs> Apple TV Plus. I mean, I mean, I, I barely understand it. It's still the, the amount of stuff on there is still so small and there hasn't been that much that has been like amazing. But even stuff that does get great reviews kind of goes away. There's like Ben Stiller made this show that's supposed to be really good on there. And it's just like, uh, OK, well, I keep saying, telling myself someday I will uh, subscribe just to watch the few things I want to watch and I haven't even got there yet. But yeah, I would watch I the Charlie know. Brown holiday specials on the holiday time. And we watched the morning show and we watched Defending Jacob, which was a, a law show about a kid who was convicted of murdering a friend or something. I don't remember. Yeah. But that was thing, it. The thing about Coda is Coda has been on there, I think, since like April or something like it's it's been there for a long ass time. You could have watched this a long time ago. So it's, if this was called Coda Chrome and it was like a live concert from, uh, you know, Simon and Garfunkel or, uh, you know, Paul Simon, I would have watched that. Yeah. OK. But, well, the the big the big uh, test will be next year with the uh, Scorsese movie. Will that drive people? Yeah, uh, I think probably, you'll. That'll be when you make your move. Yeah, that's probably like already in. They probably already put in the nominations and they already just penciled it in. Yeah, yeah that'll happen. Um, but unless it's just terrible. What if you just lost it? He's just, maybe he's an older man, but I'm, I'm pretty confident. Yeah. Uh, but Happens yeah, I mean, to they, people of that age. Not only do they have they have that, uh, then they have the Ridley Scott's Napoleon movie the following year. So yeah, that'll be huge. They're they're making investments, but they're still their subscriber base is just nothing compared to Netflix. I also wonder, I mean, everyone who buys an Apple product gets at least six, three or six months of the service for free. It's like, you got to put in an email or something. It's, you know, yeah, but they already have all that shit. You literally just say, yes, I'm telling you, people don't get it. They still, and so, yeah, so I'm saying it's like, even those people are like, nah, not worth it. Yeah. I don't know. Was there any, was there any other, big Apple movies this year. I know the stuff they put out was kind of didn't do that well. There's that like Tom Hanks talks to a robot movie. Oh, we also watched Greyhound. But that was that was the year before. Yeah. So. Well, I haven't had it uh, in oh, yeah. at least yeah, five months already, but there was a new Tom Hanks. Yeah, that he was like halfway year. to Chappie or something. Yeah. Um, no, we, we that yeah. came out after we got rid of it. So congratulations to uh, everyone. Um, and you will all be forgotten because of what happened. Oh, yeah. there's actually one one more award I have to highlight. Not even a real award, but oh. you did see they did those like fan favorite things. No. So they did a thing where like because like everyone's mad that like Spider Man's not at the Oscars. And it's like, well, it's not an Oscars movie. Sorry, uh, but like they did a thing where fans could vote on their favorite movie of this year and then their favorite like movie moment. Um, and what Zach's is this, not one uh, MTV. Yeah, Zack Snyder won both awards, so uh, that's what you get, dumbasses. What do you think was going to happen? The the Zack Snyder people are very passionate, but also people are very passionate about making fun of the whole Zack Snyder thing. He probably also paid a like one of those troll farms to no, just I think, a million times. I think there's a lot of people who are like this will be hilarious if the Zack Snyder movies win. Uh, so Army of the Dead was the fan favorite movie of the year, which is like I probably like that movie better than most people, and it wasn't that good, uh, but then. <laughs> The, the best movie moment of all time was when the Flash entered the Speed Force in Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. So this was a this was a scene that only happened in the Snyder Cut, which was never shown in movie theaters at all. Um, barely True, counts so it didn't count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which was like, that's a hilarious moment. Uh, but then to, to top that off, uh, the Flash himself, the actor Ezra Miller, uh, was arrested a day later for like assaulting people in a karaoke bar. Did he slap uh, he was, them? Yeah, he was very upset that they were singing, and 
Yeah, and this is this guy's like always in trouble, it seems like. And it's like, hey man, this could have been the biggest moment of your life, and you got into some sort of physical altercation. Like I, I can't even understand uh someone doing that. It's just well, insane, he's all right? jacked up from the Stanford prison experiment. Sure, yeah, that's a movie that came out eight years ago. Well, he was in it. Yeah. And yeah, he's just following his peers. Yeah. Are we talking about that now? Yeah, I think we have to. So I heard on a podcast today, um, he, he's a, you know, I think he's in his fifties now and he's still pretty much Muhammad Ali, uh, in stature, not entirely there, but you know what I mean? Maybe it's some roid rage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actors use steroids a hundred percent. Um, so I don't know if he's, if he's doing a role for that. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. He's doing a, uh, after, after earth. Yeah. I mean, every, every part of this is so strange. I was thinking, and I said it before about like that. They have to do the monologue. Why do they feel like they have to do roasts at the Oscars? Like, it's like, what is, is that what people really want? I don't know. But that is a thing. It's like, well, you got to make a joke. You got to make a joke about Leonardo DiCaprio and young women. You just, that's a hundred percent. You got to put it in the script. And then like, we well, got to have comedians on to like roast some of the famous people because that's what people like. It's like, I I don't care. Like, they're, they're, you could say the joke wasn't that bad and like, but it isn't a roast. Like, yeah, if that was, if that was a roast, that'd be a tame joke. But like, if you're at a roast, you're like consenting to it and. It's a strange, it's saying strange shit. And if, if Will Smith's been going to 14 award shows and every time he goes there, someone makes a joke about his family, it's probably just seething the entire okay, time. But like, also fuck. every award show, specifically this one, each one of these guys walks away with, you know, $400,000 worth of iPads and, yeah, and you that know, means nothing to him. <laughs> Godiva chocolates and a Kia for that matter. It's like, I'd be grinning ear to ear if every time I go to collect an award, I one get paid like eight grand just to go and you know different crap. You get a gold statue, and they give you you know five hundred thousand dollars in a wicker basket. Again, that's that's you and be grinning ear to ear, Andy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different world. Uh, it's a very strange joke as well. Some people are really defending. Oh, it's just a joke. Uh, don't joke about women's hair. That's like. I think it's like a rule they teach you. It's like very sensitive about it. Don't joke about that. There's a lot of things like a lot of people are like, Oh, com- nothing's off limits for comedians. Like just, a, just a word of advice that sh- maybe it should be like, um, you know what? Did you see what Ricky Gervais tweeted today or a couple days ago? Uh, if he were to, you know, be the host of the thing. no, I'll just I'll read it to you because it's pretty brief, but it's it's pretty funny, I think. And it doesn't make fun of anyone specifically. Uh, This is his tweet. I'd start with hello. I hope this show helps cheer up the ordinary people watching at home. If you're unemployed, for example, take some comfort in the fact that even if you had a job, your salary wouldn't probably wouldn't be as much as the goodie bag. All these actors have just been given. I'm proud to announce that this is the most diverse and progressive Oscars ever. Looking out, I see people from all walks of life, every demographic under the sun, except poor people, obviously. Fuck them. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if that's true. I'm sure there's a poor person there. But I don't know about that. I, I That's what I think that kind of shit is. It's bullshit because I'd say most of the people there are not Will Smith. He's, he gets front row, of course, but like it's an award show for a lot of different people. But uh, yeah, why would there be... Uh, what do you, they want to like bring in the homeless people or something? I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't. You never know. Like, hey, you want to go to this thing? Like, I don't know. Like, they can do what they want. They're they're hosting their thing. They can do their gift baskets. I don't care. Doesn't mean anything. I want one, Andy. You can't have one. So, do you think this thing was fake? No. Okay. Because you could, uh, you can kind of tell. Chris Rock did not expect that to happen. <laughs> it was definitely in a like, oh shit, man. Like, cause like he, if you, you saw the un- unedited part. Yeah. Where he was like still talking a bit. And then he's, he's like, all right, I'll stop. Like, he's like, I don't want this to go any further because 
if I pu- I could push this and it could go way worse. So well, I like that it did that, dude. Continue on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna. Uh, but yeah, since I, I I didn't see this live, I I don't know how awkward that had to be the next 20 minutes. But oh yeah, oh I know. And then 40 minutes later, he's up there getting his award. It's like yeah. I'm I'm goddamn clapping. I don't want him coming over to me. Like people are like, why was he not arrested on the spot? And it's like. That would be so weird. Like, I don't know who would do that. Like, well, first off, going back the, to our first story, people are stealing $3 million worth of watches and they're not getting arrested. Well, that's because they're doing a heist. A little different, but yeah, I mean, was there like a, supposed to be a cop there? He's like, I got you now. Put your yeah. hands on your back. Like, I, I don't know who would have done it. Like, like, I don't know. Someone in, in the, in the audience there, like, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I mean, he seems like he'd be, he'd be like, "Look, if you lose, I'm messed up, so I'm putting you under arrest." Like, Citizens arrest. Hancock versus Doctor Strange. But I don't. Know, I think it's just another example where society is, is 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 fracturing. We're all crazy, and uh, maybe this was yourself, the bottom. Andy. Maybe this was the bottom. Maybe it's all go uphill from here. Uh, let's try to be optimistic, but. Uh, not something I would ever expect to happen. Yeah. Um, again, and- goes back to what I was just saying, how like, why are we deciding that these people are our idols that we look up to like uh, athletic uh, people and uh, actors and all that? It's like all of these people are strung out on drugs and they cheat on their families and are just awful people for the most part. Not all of them, obviously, but it's like, oof. I yeah, I don't think I can make that assumption. I don't know. Some people are bad, some people aren't. I don't know. Probably. But it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I don't know how good of a guy uh Nick Nolte is. I I'm just saying. Maybe he's incredible. <laughs> he just looks homeless. That's yeah. what you don't you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you have no idea. Maybe sure. Gilmore del Toro is actually a serial killer. He's yeah. not just interested. He actually in- looks like he'd be a pretty awesome person. I would hope so, but I mean, he played Ricky Ricardo and he's a bond villain. Who's like uh, bisexual in that movie, which is weird. Like his face falls off. Yeah. We just don't know. Pretty strange. And that's the thing is you don't know. You'll never know. You'll never know the real version of any of these people. No, you're not supposed to. That works. So we don't know them. Yeah. Sure. Jim Carrey is wildly weird. Um, yeah, but you don't know how weird he actually is. You'll never know. Yeah. Or how normal he is. Yep. He is Canadian. Whereas my case. So yeah, throws everything off. All right. Well, let's move on from that uh, weird uh, over talked about now because it's as you're listening to Wednesday um, on the pod. Uh, Andy, the uh, drummer of the Foo Fighters passed away in uh, Rio, was it? Oh, shit. I don't know. I thought it was Columbia. Columbia. Same thing. Yeah. Bogota, I think, is where it was. Yes, it was Colombia. Very high altitude from what I saw, which uh, I don't know if it's 100% what's confirmed and how it happened, but that could have contributed. Just it's harder on your your heart and everything. So I think I had heard, yeah, he had a heart problem, but he also had like a cocktail variety of drugs in his system that it was just like a perfect storm. Yeah, I mean, he didn't know he had a heart problem. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. You don't have to be a, a a drug addict. I think when you get to this age, uh, a lot of these touring musicians, it's a hard life, and they're doing different drugs not 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 to get high, but to to make it through. To, yeah, it's a it's a hard job, uh, especially drumming. It's very physical. Yeah, uh, Charlie Watts. You get you get older. You made then, that that long. Yeah, you get older, and then all right, you got to take a painkiller after every show, and then maybe now you're taking a painkiller before the show, and. Uh, it sucks. It's a pretty horrible way to uh, find out for the band that they, all right, we're ready to go. And they, they go into his hotel room and find them. It's just like, uh, they probably thought they were, they were past that. And that's, they all, all these people have been playing music for years. A lot of the people have been in bands where they've lost people in it. Uh, but it's like, you get old, old enough. And it's like, well, we're, that's not, that's not the reality anymore. Is Foo Fighters 25 years old, I hear? Uh, probably more. I mean, yeah, I think their first album was 95, which was Jeez. before there was a band. It was just Dave Grohl making music. But Yeah. 
Uh, but pretty much everyone in the band has been there almost the entire time. So uh, I think he joined them in 90, okay, 97. So uh, yeah, pretty much the entire time. Uh, it's been the same guys playing. So, um, and they're doing this huge tour. They did cancel the rest of it. They're supposed to play the Grammys next week. Uh, and it's, I don't know if that's they're very happen. yeah they're 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 very they're very active still. They're they're older, but they are they love yeah. doing doing they just this. Made a movie, Andy. Yeah, they just made a movie. I saw, and it's uh, that was that was strange to see because like, hey, I just saw this guy die in a movie. Um, a different different way. And the movie the movie was a little more fun, I'll say, uh, because it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I also felt a little bit of guilt. Uh, so, so for the movie, they uh, had like a fake band and made some music, some like metal music. Um, and uh, I illegally downloaded it. Oh, uh, Andy! Basically, hours before it came out on Friday, and like it was hours before uh, I found out he died. But um, it's hard to even buy music legally. They don't want people buying music. They would just want like people to get a Spotify subscription. You so can't buy like, it on iTunes, but you have to have iTunes to do it, and then it's tied to your. I don't have an Apple account or any of that kind of shit. Oh, so boy. It's, it's, well, it's when hard. you it's, live off the grid, of course it's hard yeah, to do. It's hard, so you have to resort to these kinds of things. So I don't know if I can. I give you my mailing address? No, it's an email address. I don't have one of those. Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult to exist in the modern world that way, but yeah. Hard knock life, Andy. Someone's <laughs> got to do it, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's sad. And uh, he'll be missed. Two drummers too soon, including yeah. Charlie Watson. That he was almost ninety, I think. Still too soon. All right. Uh, Keanu Reeves is a hero, uh, unless you're in China. Yeah. So Keanu Reeves has actually always been uh, a big supporter of different causes, including uh, Tibet. Which uh, you're just not allowed to do that uh, and be friends with the Chinese government. They don't acknowledge that Tibet is a real place. I don't know. I don't know all details on it. Uh, Where the hell is Tibet? Is that the little island that Taiwan? No, it's Taiwan. Tibet is uh, the whole Himalayans, I believe. Oh, why do they want that? Well, I think they do own it. What do you mean? Then why does is Tibet like no? We're occupying it. It's it's one of those weird things where it's like the Chinese say it's it is not independent. But oh, it sure kinda, comes up as China on the popular or the they, map. Yeah, they kind of it kind of runs on its own. I, oh, I, it's a big place. Yeah, so it's um it, it's yeah it's one of those controversial things, and you're not supposed to you're not supposed to acknowledge Tibet exists. Similar to Taiwan, you're not supposed to acknowledge. I just think it's China silly. All part of China. And so. again, these people are getting checks cut by China, so I get it. Money talks pretty loud. It even gets the gigantic guy from daddy's uh home too to learn mandarin um but i don't get paid by china so i don't give a shit and obviously keanu reeves doesn't either so that's pretty awesome i stand by john wick yeah so he uh he had he performed at a benefit show so keanu reeves plays music uh, i think it's something known about him um and it was raising money for tibet and somehow i, I, don't, I don't know all the details but uh, China acted swiftly and banned all of his movies from all streaming services that exist in China. Their goddamn loss. Uh, except for one. What, Bill and Ted's bogus adventure? His Toy Story 3. Oh, where, well, yeah. You can't get rid of Duke Nukem. Uh, his, he, he's the voice of, uh, was like a... Duke Nukem. Is that what his name is? That's I'm almost positive that's, that's his name. That's a video game character. He's like the little stuntman or something, right? Yeah. Um. So what they did is so the the movie's dubbed anyway, so his voice doesn't exist. Is it the third one? I thought that though was the fourth one. That might, that might be the fourth one, actually. Yeah, I, I think I it's the fourth one. Andy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, either way, uh, so you could still watch that on the Chinese version of Disney Plus. Duke um, Kaboom was his name. Okay. Yeah. Duke Nukem is a video game. Character. I was very close though. Yeah. I knew it was Duke. Yeah. Um. But when the credits come up. Before his name gets there, they just cut off the credits. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I don't get know. it. How do they even like get their hands on the like? Why is the country printing this or like? Well, they they you know what I mean? Like yeah. Netflix, they're like going into Netflix China. I'm like you're gonna end it here or we'll kill you. 
I don't know if there is a Netflix China actually. But whatever, but, like yeah. whoever the streaming service is. Yeah, I think it is a Disney streaming thing. But usually, Disney will have like a, a Chinese company that they're selling it to, who then basically the deal is they get to do whatever they, whatever they want with it. So it's just silly, and I understand they keep paying everyone. How do I get on the payroll? I'll say I don't like Tibet either. If I start getting some uh, Chinese money, no, well, there's more about being able to sell your product in China. It's a huge market, so. Um, but yeah, I don't think Keanu cares. I don't know how well John Wick movies do in China. If they do well at all, I mean, the, the other thing is China doesn't doesn't bring every movie over, anyways. They actually like pick and choose. Uh, it has nothing to do with any sort of politics either. It's just random. Uh, but I, I think the Matrix movies did well because they actually have a lot of Chinese influence with like the the fighting and everything. Uh, so you can never watch a Matrix movie in China anymore. What if you buy it? They'll find out. They'll get you. They'll kill you. They'll, know. They'll check your Walmart receipt and like, what the hell? How'd you get this DVD? <laughs> no, I think there's a lot of piracy and other sorts of illegal uh, trade in China for people to get stuff like this. I just wonder what a Chinese person, just an average person in China thinks of all this stuff. Like, obviously, they probably don't see half or more of what's going on, but they obviously are like, hmm, what happened to the Matrix? Yeah. You know, like, isn't what is enough going to ever be enough where they're like, what the fuck? Like, let's let's end this. There's a billion of them. And what? No, 40 of them are in charge. It's it's similar to Russia where it's like, why haven't they just overthrown Putin? Obviously, things suck there. Now, that one, I think will happen if, if it's going to happen. It'll be there first. But you see what I'm saying? Like, eventually, like enough is going to have to be enough, right? Yeah, well, enough. There's enough people that make money that continue to make money from this and are have something to lose if they were to change things. But yeah, it's, it, it's sad. I mean, that's, that's the least of their worries is they don't get to see movies. That's Keanu Reeves was mean to us. <laughs> uh, He's axed. There's a lot more freedoms you lose in China than just not being able to watch speed. Well, yeah, of course. That's just the things that we can see, you know, in, in stories here. We don't like, yeah. they talk about these like Uyghur people. I don't know any of that shit. Like they're like castrating them and shit. Like, I don't think China's on the straight and narrow, Andy. Uh, definitely not. That's what I'm saying. Uh, world's largest market. Uh, for now. Sell goods to them. Well, Keanu Reeves is a hero. He's welcome on this show anytime. Yeah. Keanu Reeves never goes to the Oscars. He's also like the most like ordinary famous person on the planet, too, which is like so neat. That story where like he was on a flight going from like San Francisco or something that had a land early and he organized with a group of people on that plane, like a bus to drive home. Oh, I wouldn't do that if you're counter. Yeah, right. Like, Terrible. Well, you're going to get home fast. Probably yeah. <laughs> can't go under 55. Andy, yeah. you're going to be flying there. Ah, wonderful man. And, uh, where's is more John wicks are on the way, right? Yeah. Next year. So yeah, very good. Yeah, well, sucks he- for China. They're going to miss those too. Yeah. All right. Um, new series, Andy, that you wanted to talk about. You're in this, and it's not sure. purchased anywhere. King of Late Night. So they're doing a, a show about uh, Johnny Carson. So no, it's not been picked up by Netflix or anything like that. So uh, we'll have to stay tuned for that. But uh, interesting people attached to it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is going to play Johnny Carson. So that's uh, not who you'd think, but this is going to take place not uh, when 1991 version of Johnny Carson, of course. Uh, he hosts the Tonight Show for like 30 years, so that'll be probably a younger version. Uh, this isn't but even also on his IMDb yet. Yeah, it's so it's so new. Uh, also, Jay Roach is uh, attached to direct. He uh, directed the Austin Powers movies, uh, but lately he's been doing uh, kind of like political stuff. Did Bombshell? Uh, I know he did. He did the HBO, like some HBO political movies. Um, but yeah, some interesting people attached. And that's everything that's being made now is like a famous person playing a real life person. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is currently on a show right now playing is that, the, is that Uber or something. I think. Yeah, I haven't watched that. Yeah. So it's just like this is everything, but they're mostly good. So it's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm watching that show about the uh, Elizabeth Holmes Theranos. Yeah, so that's just every other series that's greenlit is 
is this kind of thing and it's superhero uh, or yeah. you know this was a, a news story from you know four years ago yeah so we'll have to see uh what happens with this one all right maybe we'll go to apple and we'll never see it yeah, he had a yeah. he had an apple show too that no one watched so did he he did yeah he was like a teacher or something i don't know oh yeah yeah i saw that yeah. I, that was when i still had it i was like hmm Maybe there's something on here. I saw that trail and I was like, no. Like, it's about, I think it's about like uh, changing kids' sex sex and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I don't need to watch this. I highly doubt there's a whole show about. I don't know. I think it was just kind of strange, different. Um, All right. Morbius, you wanted to talk about this. Yeah. So before we uh, do what we're watching, Morbius is finally coming out this week. Uh, which we got to celebrate because that means I will no longer have to see the Morbius trailer every time I go to the movie theaters. Oh. I think I think I've seen this trailer more than any human has seen any trailer ever in all of history. Uh, so Morbius was supposed to come out, I think, April of 2020. So the first trailer, I think, came out in the year 2019. It's like, hey, we're all set. Some weird, dumb spinoff of Spider-Man with Jared Leto. Uh, so I saw the trailer, I think, even before movies, before the world ended. Um, but then when things, movie theaters were open again, there weren't that movies coming out, many movies coming out, and this trailer already existed. So I think they played it before every single movie I saw. Oh, boy. Uh, but it was like, okay, this movie's finally going to come out. It was set to come out in January of this year. And it's like, all right, then we'll be done with it. Uh, but then they delayed it. So now <laughs> I'm pretty sure every single time I've gone to the movies, they have played this trailer, some version of a Morbius trailer. You've seen the length of the movie in trailer form. More more than that, I would say. How many times uh, are you going to... You're really getting the most out of that pass well, three I'd times say, a week. I'd say every time I've gone to the movies, let's say 20 plus times in the last 12 months, uh, this trailer or a Morbius trailer is played. And they even... They have new ones. They have remixes. You're like... There's there's one... The, the most regular one has uh, the doors. People are strange in it mm. uh, with a weird remix. Uh, that's weird. And then I was watching one and I was like, when does the song going to come kick in? And then it never does. And it's like, this is just a totally different trailer. And it's just like, it's just, it's finally going to be over. Um, yeah. And the early, early, early uh, reactions to the movie uh, are not good. So oh boy. Um, zero reviews so far because they have banned anyone from actually reviewing it. It was Chinese. Some people are allowed Chinese to company, give, yeah, give impressions. It's usually not a good sign when they're like, uh, no reviews are allowed to be published before the movie's out. Uh, I think he's better as like the sixth man in the movie. Yeah, like House of Gucci. He can have have a few scenes where he sticks 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 out, and then you're like, all right. I'm also thinking like pairing. along the lines of uh, Fight Club. Yeah, it was thirty years ago. He's not going to accept that. He wants to be weird. You know, it was a good, good Dallas thing. Buyers Club. He was um, in Blade Runner. It's a very small role. I think less than 10 minutes. And he got to be very weird. And it's just like, all right. Yeah, do your thing. Be very weird. And then you're out. That works. Yeah. But, I just think like he's a lot. And yeah. if he's a lot for a whole movie, it's too much. Yeah. So I will probably end up watching this again. I do have that movie pass and I do want to, I'm just so curious about this. Like it could be terrible. It could be one of the worst movies ever, or maybe this early reactions are a little overblown, but uh, after seeing probably 40% of the movie already in the trailers, yeah, yeah. like I have to just finish it out. Yeah. You got to finish it off. Yeah. It's like watching like eight episodes of a TV show and stopping. And you're like, no, you don't do that. You finish it out just because, you already got this far, so yeah, you're, you're over halfway. <laughs> yeah, I gotta know. He becomes a Batman, but he's not Batman. He's just a Batman hybrid. Yeah, I don't know. This sounds like the Matrix to me. I don't think Morbius. It's just his name. His name like Morpheus and Matrix. No, that's that's yeah, that's Morpheus, the different guy. This guy's yeah. Morbius. It's too similar. Well, all right. Well, you'll have to. We look forward to your movie review next week. Put it to you that way. And we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our very good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Uh, 
head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, Tony, that is T-O-N-Y at checkout, they're going to give you 65% off just because we sent you. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you've been waiting for. And when you plug in promo code Tony, they're going to give you 65% off at checkout. Thecliplessleash.com. All right, Andy, how many millions of things do you have? Three. Oh, hold the phone. Mark the day. We have uh, a winner change. I have more. I have four. Oh, wow. Okay, you got me beat. How do you like that? That's never happened. That means you can go first. I'll go first. So uh, I watched a newer movie and then some older movies. Uh, I'm not going to go. What? Silent films. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to go in a specific order of age, but rather a timeline in which I, in which I watched these movies. And uh, last night I watched heist from 2001. Gene Hackman, Danny DeVito, Delroy Lindo, and Andy, are you ready for this? Sam Rockwell. Okay. I've never heard of this movie. No, I, I don't know it. It is fine. Um, it's trying. It's pretty smart, I suppose, like Ocean's Eleven wants to be. There is. Um, but it's also 2001, so it's just a little aged a little slow i suppose uh but a fine movie and uh they're stealing gold and let's just put it to you this way the pulling a fast one never ends you think they're done pulling fast ones then they just pulled another one and then another one and the tables just keep spinning and twisting and turning and danny devito is so short so great (laughs) it's an hour 49 you can watch it on netflix okay yeah i've never part of that at all it's a fun thriller. He's a career jewel thief. And as you guessed it, Andy, he's he's coming back for one last job. Yeah, he's the guy who stole from L.A. or what we were talking about earlier. Could have been him. Yeah, yeah, probably. All right, you want to go? Yeah, so I watched uh, New to Hulu uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Deep Water. This is uh, Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas and a... Uh, sexual thriller some have described it as uh, it is uh, strange this was so they got together while making this movie they were a couple and then they broke up and then oh, really? what, do this, what do you do with this movie how do you sell it now they're not going to want to do press for it uh, so they just eventually like oh we'll put it on Hulu um, <laughs> very weird premise essentially they're so they're a married couple uh, they have a young daughter um but she just cheats on him all the time. And uh, he's maybe fine with it. Maybe not. It's very unclear. They don't want to say otherwise. Um, it, you don't know if it's like supposed to be a secret. But she'll like openly be flirting with people in front of him. Or they're always going to like fancy guy parties. Uh, which is like, why are there so many parties? They're like adult people. And they're always having parties. And I'm like, what world is this? Uh, and then she's always like running off and like with a younger guy. And it's like the friends are commenting on it and like, are you okay with that? She's humiliating you. And it's like, it's, it's, it's like, it doesn't exist in the real world. It's such a weird movie. Um, but then one of uh, the lovers she takes ends up dead and everyone suspects, well, that he was, involved. whoa, but was he really? And so it's kind of a, a little thriller here. Um, it's got uh, Tracy Letts. Um, you've probably seen him before. He's a character actor in various things. He's like a a crime fiction writer, and he's like going to investigate him. And it's like, well, this is absurd. Uh, but just, yeah, very weird movie, but fun because it's silly. Uh, and also it just, it's Anna de Armas and there's nude scenes. So that probably is like the number one selling point, I'd say, of the, of the movie. Uh, not to be creepy, but I'm saying that's probably something people care about. Um, but I'm not like regretting I watched it. It's not very good, but it's uh, it's just a fascinating uh, other step of the Ben Affleck career. Like what a what a ride it's been. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, this is just you say last five years of what he's made. It's like Batman movies you don't want to be in. Then you uh, you do the cool basketball movie that's really good. You do the last duel. You do this weird thing. You get back together with Jennifer Lopez. It's like it's it's been a ride. What an interesting guy. Sounds like a good one. <laughs> I think it'd be a good movie to make fun of if you okay watched it. But yeah, so yeah, I've heard fun. it's not very good. All right, you ready for my next one? Yeah, I watched from 1954 on Peacock with ads. Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window. So uh, this is a a fun James Stewart, Grace Kelly movie in which uh, he's James Stewart is just stricken to his little wheelchair with a broken, I think, leg and pelvis or something. He's got a big old cast on and uh, it's hot and he's in the city and it's New York. And so he, he does a lot of window watching if you will of other of his neighbors you know everyone has their windows open because it's hot it's the 50s air conditioning isn't really available and uh starts to suspect one of his neighbors may have killed his wife and so it's you know disturbia is basically a remake of this kind of um it's very good it's alfred hitchcock it's 1954 but they restored it and put it in color and it's great i enjoyed it it's fun um, I don't know. It's all, always interesting to watch also just how people behave back then. Like people are friendly with one another and cordial. Um, it's interesting. It's, yeah, uh, I mean, it's acting. It's got a hundred on Metascore. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's a classic, but I've never seen it, but I've seen everything that's parodied it or influenced by it. So, yeah. So you can uh, check that out on Peacock. I know you still had a Peacock subscription. I don't. You can still watch things for oh, free with, with the, ads. The free, one, the free one, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, my next one uh, is Red Rocket, a movie that came out uh, this this past year, directed by, uh, why am I blank? Sean Baker, who did uh, The Florida Project, which I thought was a really good movie. Uh, this is his, his next one. Um, Starring Simon Rex, so one of one of our favorites of the scary movie uh, franchise, and uh, uh, Dirt Nasty himself. Uh, it's he was born to play this role. Like it was written for him. Uh, it is about a uh, adult film uh, entertainer who uh, career seems over, and he moves back to where he came from, uh, his hometown in Texas. I think it's called Texas City, and it's a uh, it's on the Gulf near Houston, so it's not like West Texas, a little different, but it's still Texas, a uh, very poor town. Uh, and it's just, yeah, it's just, he's amazing in it. It's ridiculous. He did not. He should have been at the Oscars. That would have been fun. Um, he would have not slapped anyone, yeah. but he might have. He might have gotten naked. We don't know. Uh, but he was so he was so good in this. He's just it, it was perfect for him. Um, I think the story was the director had written the movie and was ready to go and just said like. Hey, you're you're gonna be in this movie. This movie is for you. And he's like, it's not like Simon Rex is a huge name. He's probably available, uh, and came down and and did it. So this uh, this director is makes really uh, interesting movies. The last one he did is was a Florida project about people living in a, a motels just outside Disney World, and it's mostly non actors uh, just finding people from the area. And so um, this movie does the same thing. A lot of the people are just like locals and. Uh, really gives a lot of character to the movie just really establishing this uh setting that you're probably not all that familiar with just like um it's not extreme poverty but it might look like it to to us these people are getting by but it's like they're still they're living they're doing this it's nothing that out of place for them but um yeah simon rex is the main character and he is uh i don't know if you would describe him as an anti-hero he's not a good guy Uh, Mm, he's scamming he's always trying to to get something out of people Uh, he might be a hard worker but you know in the in the worst ways and a lot of the plot is him basically courting uh, a 17 year old girl that he is um, yeah so (laughs) uh they (laughs) may it's very uh morally objectionable but that's who the character is and 
uh, it's fascinating because he can be very charming and you could see why people do uh, fall for whatever he's selling. Uh, but also you see why he's uh, not a great person, but yeah, um, it's the kind of movie I like. I'm, I'm happy to have a 24 movies back in my life here. So it's, uh, yeah, two weeks in a row, I've seen one. So whoa, your favorite? Uh, yeah. So I haven't seen the, there weren't too many of them over the pandemic, uh, but now they're back. So yeah, this one's great. I wish it was available somewhere. I actually bought the the Blu-ray for it. Um, I don't think it's any on any service or anything. It wasn't released widely anywhere. Like it wasn't here in Orange County. I would have went to see it because I was really looking forward to it. But um, would have to drive like the yeah. ArcLight or something. Yeah, it would have been deeper. Like, I mean, we get a lot of stuff here, uh, being in Southern California. We have big theaters, but some stuff is so small that it never even gets to, like, our big AMCs or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think people should watch it if it ever <laughs> comes around, becomes available. I think you could you could rent it, but it's, you know, probably 10 bucks or something. Whoa. But. All right. All right, well, my third one... I watched on Hulu, I believe via maybe stars or actually Hulu, but uh, from 2007, Aaron Sorkin's Charlie Wilson's War. The all-star cast of a movie I'd heard of, you know, 10 years ago, but never saw, never thought of anything of it. Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Amy Adams. I mean, the list just keeps going. Um, it follows uh, Tom Hanks is a congressman and uh, he's a Texas guy, but it doesn't really have to do a whole lot. He, he's been elected a few times and uh, he's like, my district doesn't need anything. They just vote for me to keep their taxes low and blah, blah, blah. So he starts figuring out how to ha- help Afghanistan's uh, people get weapons to shoo out the Soviets in Russia. And uh, the Stinger missile is a, a hero in the movie and mm. helps take out tanks and uh, helicopters of the soviets and uh, helps them win and uh the fun part is this was all done you know under the radar we weren't allowed to be involved so they had to you know basically get these weapons to be given to them from israel which we had to help with assuming this movies uh, you know take place in the real life and all that it's, i mean he's a real person uh and so at the end he's like you know we have to stay in there. Like this could have bad consequences for us. And like, no, we're leaving. Like we have other problems. We can't just keep funneling money into here. And he's like, yeah, well they're going to get mad. You know, it's only kids there now. Like every, all the adults are dead for the most part. And these kids are going to start asking questions and they're going to be mad that, you know, certain countries like ours didn't get involved when, if they only knew Andy. Yes. (laughs) It's very good. It's, it's fun. Um, I don't know. Political movie. Um, Tom Hanks is always great. Julia Roberts is good. Philip Seymour Hoffman plays a CIA guy. Pretty great. Yeah, I saw this when it came out way back when. Remember, I remember uh, Hoffman being pretty great, being being himself. Uh, did not know it was a Sorkin movie. But yeah, so this came out, I believe, right after, right before uh, was it Moneyball? Something so it's been like, like after he stopped doing West Wing. He's like, I still want to do political stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it all worked out because, yeah, we gave all the uh, people of Afghanistan love us still to this day. Never yeah. wanted to commit terrorist acts against us or anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so this did... was right before the social network. Mm-hmm. Then Moneyball. Were you so inspired you to watch this by current events or what? No, just uh, <laughs> saw it pop up. Didn't know anything about it. Just saw oh, yeah. Tom Hanks. Didn't even know it was Aaron Sorkin. Um and so gave it a shot, and yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's funny. It's a movie about giving weapons to for, to people to fight the Russians. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How how timely. Yeah. All right, what's your last one, Andy? Uh, the last one. So I I uh, added Disney Plus back oh. uh, for two ninety nine. They have a new deal. If you can, you add it to your Hulu and get a deal. So what that pretty was good. nice. I get it for uh, free with my phone. Okay. Well, I'm just 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 offering my experience. Because uh, Moon Knight is coming out this week, uh, Oscar Isaac's Marvel series that promises to be weird. So I do want to check that out. Uh, but I have some things on Disney I haven't watched that I want to watch. Heavyweights, get to. Uh, Heavyweights is on my list. Nice. I checked. I went to my watch list and it was Heavyweights and Willow. 
I was like, all right. Pretty good. Uh, but I added some other things on there, including uh, Shang-Chi, the uh, Marvel oh. movie from last summer uh, that's uh, based around like Chinese mythology. And rings. Um, yeah, it's yeah, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And there's these rings of power. That Keanu Reeves is banned from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder if this... If, the people trying to like this movie or not. I know people in America, Chinese Americans like it because it's, uh, you know, showing their culture and, and yeah, I assume it would be bit. made for with, uh, with the approval of the Chinese. Yeah, Disney seems to know what they're doing about trying to get paid. Um, I don't think Marvel movies do that well in China though. I don't think they care. Yeah, but that's, I think but, why but they did one, this. Yeah. Well, I think, I think one of the big reasons this happened is because black Panther was such a huge hit. It's so like, Oh, you can make, Movies uh, with other characters, and you could really get people to rally behind those characters. And um, it was it was different. It's so interesting how this is different from other Marvel movies, yet it still feels so much like a formula. Mm-hmm. That it's like it's it's different, and it's like compare it to like so Iron Man has a robot suit, and Captain America took a scientific formula to become strong, and this guy you know rides dragons, <laughs> can shoot beams out of magic rings and stuff, and it's like yeah. It's, yeah, it's a little, little different, um, but it's cool. There's some good action scenes. There's a good. Uh, speaking of Keanu Reeves and speeding buses, there's a there's a action sequence where he's trying to fight people on a bus, and the guy oh. cuts the brake lines. It's in San Francisco. They're going down the hill. Was this a uh, wild card? Yeah, and it's, it's it was pretty pretty cool uh, action scene there. Um, so I think it's it's good. It's it's. I'd say above average for the Marvel movies. Uh, Next year, I say the guy not, was drinking paint. Yeah, it's not incredible, but I liked it. I like I like that it's something a little different, but it, it still ends up feeling the same. Um, very weird comedy performance. What am I uh, Weird comic relief performance in this movie. I don't want to spoil it, but it like threw me, and I'm like, why? Okay, it was it was very very strange. Um, Mm-hmm. Where it's like I don't know. I think sometimes Marvel goes too far with their uh, callbacks, or that they just assume everyone remembers everything that ever yeah, happened. Take in notes every, when you're watching it. Every movie, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's on. It's on Disney Plus. It's, it's nice that you could watch every single one of those movies ever. If you're like, I actually never did watch any of these, and I want to get into it. It's so convenient. They're all there. Yeah, no, all in one place. It's pretty yeah. uh, convenient. Also, he's, you know, he's Shang-Chi, but he has been living in America and he can't use that name. So uh, he is Sean. He's a superhero named Sean. Oh, well, there you go. So the Chinese name is that, but he uses an Americanized name. So goes with his Irish name. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Very good. Okay, well, my last movie I watched on HBO Max, The King's Man from 2021. This is the origin story of The King's Men and uh, follows Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes, I don't know how you say his name. Is that right? Yeah, I think you got it. Just Rafe. say it quickly. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's There's no space to just say Ray Fiennes. And uh, his son, who's uh, Conrad Oxford in the show, but Harris Dickinson doesn't sound real. Um, and uh, yeah, they're, you know, just lords or whatever in Britain and in, uh, in the early 1900s. And they have problems that they have to deal with. And World War One is, is uh, you know, potentially going to happen and Rasputin. And uh, different actual people in the world, which is interesting and made me look up some of these people like Rasputin, who's pay- played by uh, Reese Ifans. Uh, I think I'm saying that right. Who is uh, the kicker in The Replacements. Worked with uh, Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, it's it's fun. It, it's got some good combat, some good sword scenes. Um, one guy who I was kind of hoping would be Colin Farrell, because you never see him, but just hear a Scottish accent. Um, he lives on top of a mountain with these fancy goats, and like he's like the leader of the brain trust of evil, and so they're always meeting him in this place. It's like it doesn't look close by, where it's just like, do you have to fly there? This is 1900. Like that's not easy, but 
not my problem. Um, it's fun. It's action. It's the past. I think they pepper in the history, which makes it kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, establish the King's men. And, uh, you know, it's got, you know, a good wardrobe and all that kind of fun stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's an enjoyable action movie. It's not amazing. It's not bad. It's two hours and 11 minutes. Did you the watch King's man? Did you watch the end credits? I don't believe so. I didn't know there was. <laughs> it's one of the dumbest things ever. What happens? Uh, so like one of the bad guys escapes from what I remember, not the main guy, but like, Was like it Rasputin? Google, no, Rasputin doesn't escape. I think, it, but at the end they're like, well, we have a new, we have a new, uh, like the, the bad guys group. Like we got a new, uh, person who's going to help us out. Um, so it's like supposed to be like 1920s. Now they're like, they present them and it's Hitler. It's like, Oh my God. Oh, pretty good. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to finish that at the after this pod. Because, yeah, it shows only have... Oh, I have eight more minutes. I thought it was two minutes left. So, okay. All right, yeah, well, I'll, uh, I'll watch the rest of that. Super silly. Yeah, I'm already there. Okay, I'll watch that. Very cool. All right, anything else to add? Uh, no, that's it. All right, look at us over an hour here. Yeah. You've been listening to episode 264 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off Road Andy. Yes, goodbye. We'll see you later.